0: Welcome to Philanthropy Today. Our goal is to inspire giving by educating listeners on ways to give and how to connect with charitable causes. My name is Dave Lewis. I'm your host of Philanthropy Today. Thank you for joining the show. We're continuing with this episode of Philanthropy Today, getting to know some of the members of the Board of Directors of the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. And uh, Vern, you talk about people with vision, people with compassion people with leadership skills. A lot of things come into the process of deciding how to, uh, or whom to bring in, to be a member of the board of directors. Absolutely. And the, uh, uh, individuals that
1: love Manhattan, uh, know what's going on around Manhattan. And, uh, uh so we've got Eileen Hinkin with us here today. Eileen's been on the board for a couple of years with us and, uh, certainly served on our, our grants for greater Manhattan committee for several years. And that's the committee she chairs now, by the way. And, and, uh, so, Eileen, we're we're happy to have you on the board, and certainly uh, glad to have you with us here today.
2: Thank you, Vern. Thanks, Dave, for having me. I'm honored to be here.
1: Well, it's uh, it's always great to learn the uh, uh, the hearts and the uh, and the thoughts of our board members and how they how they serve and where they got through today. And so it's it'll be great to hear your story.
2: Oh well, thank you.
1: So
0: let's hear your story.
2: Okay, from the beginning. (laughs) Well, wherever you want to start telling your story. Okay. Um, Born in New York to two Irish Catholic uh, parents, large family, seven kids, the oldest of seven. So we have basically started doing philanthropy and volunteering from day one. Mm -hmm. I grew up that way, so that's kind of my passion And so that's what I've done. Um, After New York, we moved to Indiana where I went all through grade school and then high school down in Alabama where I ended up going to Auburn University. Am I allowed to say that? (laughs) Yes. You you are. are. War Eagle, and then came to Wichita State to finish out my nursing degree. So fast forward, moved here in 1997. Wasn't working at the time because I had three kids sitting in high school and grade school. So I needed to kind of, I made the decision to be with them, but I needed to fill my days. So I started volunteering. I volunteered basically, I started out really young, not young, mm-hmm. early, all with my kids in school. So I'd be a room mother and stuff like that, you know, just kind of slow and easy. Given my time, once they hear that you are not working, people love you (laughs) and you get on everything. So after that, I basically just started getting on a few committees, kind of, I wasn't necessarily volunteering, but once again, since people knew that I was available or anybody who is available and willing to work, you can get on those committees. So that became my passion. And then my friend Rita Keating got me involved in a lot of things, so I give Rita the credit for for everything I do now because she
0: only picks out good people too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's very kind of you to say, but she's she has been my mentor. I don't think she knows I'm telling that on the radio, but uh, she's been very good. So,
1: well, it's been great to have you on the board. Um, You've great provided a, a good deal of input, you know, certainly from the charities that you've been involved with and the causes and stuff like that. And uh, and we've really appreciated having you and your thoughts uh, uh, the last couple of years.
2: Well, thank you. I really enjoy it.
0: Are there some organizations or efforts that you have been particularly fond of uh, prior to coming on to the board here at GMCF?
2: Uh, yes, actually, when I first started, and once again, I credit Rita for this, I was on the K-State Garden Board and their gala committee for several years. Then I kind of moved on to uh, the hospital auxiliary and that morphed into being on the Mercy Foundation, or now we call it the Manhattan Community Health Foundation. I have a grandson who is 10 years old who is a special needs child. So no stone unturned. I joined their board because what they offer for those children is exactly what my grandson would need. So I figured if he's not here, I'm going to support that community all that I can, just because I hope that there's a place that supports him where he is down in Wichita, and there is. So um, what else have I done? Done a lot of different things. I belong to Little Apple Pilot Club, which is a women's service organization. And through that, I was able to go help out with their seminars and their auctions and different things like that. So I'm more of a workhorse type person. Give my time, my time and my talent.
1: And I can certainly uh, uh, atone to that. Uh, She is involved in a lot of things and she knows a lot of people, connects a lot of people. and, And I would say where Eileen is involved, people trust getting involved as well because they know if she's involved, it's a good cause.
2: Well, thank you. I I believe that's true, not because of me, but they are just magnificent causes that I do. So,
0: Eileen, let's talk a little bit about your experiences as a member of the board of directors here at GMCF. You've been on the board for a couple of years, but you know, you've been very involved in the community and a lot of things. So you have seen a tremendous amount of growth in the foundation, as we all have. But as a member of the board, you have you you come with different perspectives. What are some of the things you enjoy?
2: I've really enjoyed working with all the people on the board. I've been very impressed with the caliber of people on the board and kind of almost feel like I'm not I don't have the skill sets that they do, but I think I bring the the skill set of trying to get people involved through the grassroots type things. Um, This organization has built up to $300 million in funds and everything, which to me is just unbelievable in 25 years, how much this has grown. So I'm very thankful to Vern for his leadership. He and Marla have really been tremendous.
0: On the board, you you talk about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about, you know, organizations, organizations that need help. There's also a tremendous amount of vision that comes into it. What are some of the things that you're looking forward to working with in your future years as a member of the board?
2: I think one of the big things I'm looking forward to hopefully having some involvement in is the child care uh, accelerator program. As someone who was in the workforce as a nurse. I found early on that child care was very expensive and nurses at that time weren't making that much money. And so I found it almost more economical to stay home, which I didn't always want to do. I wanted to kind of do both. So um, this program that they're setting up now is to me is just a, a tremendous boost for our child care system and everything, and I'm hoping that to see this really go far. Um, some of the other things that I'm very interested in are like health care. And so the child care center is connected with Ascension via Christie uh, as far as being built and everything, so I'm excited about that. Like Vern said, I'm with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation Grants Committee And so once a year, we get together and we give $10,000 grants out to organizations if they apply and have the right requirements and everything. So this is for people, for youth, children, health, mental health, arts and humanities, among other things. So I'm very involved with that. And I'm on the committee, plus I am the chair for the next couple of years for it. So.
0: And those are not easy decisions to make either.
2: They are not, and sometimes based on the stock market, we don't have as much money as other years. So it's really difficult sometimes to choose who gets what. So we have to go down to the basic human needs and kind of work up from there. And some of the donors that are giving some of the money have very strict guidelines of what they want too. So we have to make sure we honor the donor's request.
0: Yeah. I would suppose that your background as a nurse, and you've talked about a number of different organizations where healthcare is involved mm-hmm. in, in a lot of things, and and you know like no stone unturned as it as that applies to mm-hmm. health. As a nurse, and healthcare is such a challenging situation for so many people. That gives you, does it not, a tremendous amount of perspective in in maybe choosing some of these grants and and also some of the the direction that the foundation is headed
2: it does as a nurse and one thing when we first moved here we wanted to make sure that healthcare was a a big priority for the region and everything because otherwise that's one of the number one things you think about when you want to move to or relocate to a place anyway i was a labor and delivery nurse so there's a lot of children and child baby type situations that i am fully supportive of. Uh, One of the grants that is given every, seems like every year, is for people who have kids in like ICUs and stuff and have to be shipped out. And one of the grants goes for people to um, be able to have some gas or some food or something like that, because it's very expensive when you have a child in the ICU.
0: One of the things, Eileen, that we haven't talked about, and and it is incorporate into the entire health package and that is mental health now there have been tremendous amounts of progress in mental health you know not just here in our community but so many efforts you know trying to make sure that mental health is is regarded as a real health situation which it hadn't been for a long time but we're making a lot of progress there, and and you know, I've dealt with depression. you know, it's something that's very personal to me, and but but we are making some inroads, and I know that that's important to you as well.
2: Well, it is on a personal note. First of all, I had a some things happen in my life where depression and suicide came into play. So for me, I'm ready to shout it from the rooftops now. Mental health is a disease. It is not something that you should try to hide because firsthand, I can tell you it doesn't work. So I am a strong supporter of Pawnee Mental Health as far as what they do. I talk to my children. Get help if you need it. This is Mm -hmm. a hard subject to talk about.
0: Yeah. I think communication when it comes to mental health, not just, you know, being able to talk from the experiences that you and I have had and, and so many people that are in our respective worlds, you know, that communication to be able to reach out to others is, is an important message to share. And, and I know you've been, you know, you, you talked about being a, a strong advocate for Pawnee mental health, which I am as well. And, and so many others, but it, it, it's also nice to see that, you know, that, theme, that concern is getting greater acceptance. And I think that that's going to help save lives.
2: I think you're exactly right. The acceptance of it, the t- trying to take away the stigma mm-hmm. of it, or some people call it shame and everything. You're there too yeah. ashamed to say, I need help. Because if you can't see it, They don't think that people realize how much they're hurting. And so to get rid of the stigma of it, I think would be tremendous, which is why I will go out and talk to people. You know, if they ask me questions, I'm not afraid to answer them. I'm not afraid to say that I didn't understand it all while it was going on in my family. had... Do I wish I had done things differently? Probably so. We all do. But um, so if you need help, get help. Don't be afraid to talk to people. And places like Pawnee Mental Health and other places around uh, Katie's Way, they are all just tremendous organizations that are just trying to help everybody. And it's okay to need help.
0: And it's... Okay to say you're not okay. That's
2: and exactly that's one right. of the
0: things, you know, that Pawnee has stressed, you know, and, and their promotional efforts and, and, uh, you know, those, uh, those things go a long way for, for people like you and I. And when you have some of these experiences that helps bring a different type of perspective to like being a member of the board here at GMCF, because, you know, something that, that you take ownership of, it makes it very personal.
2: For it you. does. It does. And it's been nice to be able to kind of share a little bit of that with some people here on the board. It's not a daily talk, but when it comes up, yes. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. you and I share a lot of commonalities in that respect. Yes, and, we uh, do. It's it's I, I find it rewarding to be able to share some of my experiences mm-hmm. and some of my concerns and also frustrations and fears. Um, but when we get to do that, I think that it, it, it helps strengthen our resolve, but it also helps convey the message that, you know, this is a real thing. It needs to be addressed as a real thing. And hopefully we'll be able to continue to to put forth strong efforts to, to save lives.
2: Well, I hope so. I hope so. It's very much needed yeah. and probably underserved right now.
0: That's going to be an uphill battle for a long time, Mm -hmm. but we're in it for the long haul, aren't we?
2: We are. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when we're gone, someone else is going to have to take up the charge and hopefully they will. I know they will. I know they will.
0: Eileen, we've had a lot of discussion and some very personal revelations here, uh, you know, and but I think that's what drives us to want to help improve our community, for people that are dealing with situations similar to to what you've ascribed to or described and things that, that we have shared. But it uh, it brings a tremendous value when you're serving on the board, because that perspective, when you're in those meetings, it's about vision, it's about compassion, it's about love. There's so much that you can share in one of those board meetings and through the decision-making process, you know, when it comes to some of these grants. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's got to be rewarding for you.
2: It's been very rewarding. I'm very fortunate to be given this opportunity and I'm hopefully I can help them out for several years to come. I, I enjoy it. I love this community. I've never lived any place longer than this. So, um, yeah, I'm just very happy to bless to be on the board.
0: Thank you for joining us for Philanthropy Today, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. You can always learn more about the GMCF at our website, mcfks.org. We also invite you to subscribe to Philanthropy Today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dave Lewis. I'm proud to host Philanthropy Today. It's hosted and produced in the Ad Astrocast Studios in downtown Manhattan, Kansas.